Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk app. Of course, you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And if you've ever wanted to learn how to play the harmonica, You've got an opportunity at the Union County Heritage Museum. And Jill Smith, the director there at the museum, is joining us today to tell us a little bit more. Hey, Jill. Hello, Rebecca. It's a good day, and it's a fun time to learn something new. But before we jump into the harmonica workshop, give us a little background about the museum. Um, I think it's one that maybe some folks don't even know is there in Cle- or, or is there. Well, um if they don't know, well, I hope they're listening because we have a lot to see and do here. We've got about two and a half city blocks, and um, a lot of people don't know that uh, New Albany is the birthplace of William Faulkner. So we have the William Faulkner Library here, and we also have an Airbnb in his birth site. And um, we have a park called the Crossing on the Green that's got a uh, railroad viewing deck. You know, some people like to sit and watch the trains go by. Uh, so, so they can do that here. As well as it sounds like a wonderful afternoon or fun time to do. Um, is it connected to the museum? It is. Um, we have the park and the art house where we do, uh, we have a pottery studio and we do uh, all different kinds of art lessons for adults and children. And then on the next block is the museum and um, we have a Faulkner Literary Garden. Uh, you know, you've heard of Shakespeare Gardens. Well, we've got a Faulkner Garden. That's pretty cool for folks to come out and enjoy. So how did the harmonica piece come to come to play? Well, it goes back to, let's see, Elder Rommel Wilson is a harmonica player that's on the Blues Trail, and he's from Union County. And um, so we have a focus on the blues. We have two blues markers here, and he's one of our people. So... To carry that legacy on, um, we decided we would do a, some classes related to that. And so Adam Gusso, with um, he's a fabulous blues harmonica player from Oxford. He's one of the blues doctors, if you've ever heard them play. So, but he's got an online blues harmonica, I guess, a course, and he's offered to come and do a introduction to blues harmonica here. And that'll be Thursday, July the 20th. And um, if you've got your own harmonica in the key of C, it's free. 
if you want to buy one of our harmonicas, it's $10 to uh, buy the harmonica and take the intro. Well, that's one of those instruments, Jill, that's definitely harder to make sound good than you would think. And then it's always really cool when you hear someone who knows what they're doing with a harmonica. It's like, I think I can do that. No, you probably can't. You probably won't sound the way someone who's good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe not the first time. (laughs) No, definitely not the first time. I was looking here, Mr. Wilson, Elder Roma Wilson, passed away at the age of 107. I didn't. They, that's a legend there in the area. He really is. Um, I was lucky enough to get to meet him, Rebecca, when he was, I guess, in his late eighties, and he was he was still blowing and going then. And um, he didn't like to um, for his music to be called blues because it's gospel, and he says that's the good news. But um, he uh, was living here in New Albany or nearby at the time, and. Eventually, his children came and got him, and he went up, um, I believe, in the Detroit area. And he would call me from time to time, and we would talk, and he would tell me about he got married after he got up there. Even he found somebody his age. And so uh, he told me one time that uh, the reason he had such a long life was because he played the harmonica, and he had such good lung capacity. So I guess that's another thing we could put on the list of positives from learning how to play the harmonica well they wouldn't be wrong i mean that is how you do need some good lungs and having strong lungs will keep you alive a little bit longer i don't know if you can um, claim that it'll keep you alive to 107 but (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) it may keep you around a little bit longer if nothing else just to give you a fun hobby i mean that's not a large investment either even if you you mentioned jill if you don't have one for only ten dollars so you know happen to know how the workshop will work i know that may be an odd question but is it like group style is it all day, kind of how will that go, go it, down? Um, it's going to be an hour and a half. It starts at 5.30, and it goes until 7. And he's going to bring a uh, it's a, it's a sound box, so you're going to be playing along with, I guess, a, a musical score, for lack of a better way to say that. And um, so, you know, you'll be playing, probably learning um, rhythm and, um, I guess, the way to blow and when to blow and when not to blow. You know, I heard uh, a professional musician uh, tell me one time, the best musicians know when not to play. <laughs> so maybe you learn when to play and when not to play. There's a lot of wisdom in that, Miss Jill. I think we could take that into into life as well. Is this something we'll need to register for if we're interested in? Yes, we um we have a limited number of uh, seats in it. So, yeah, we need to know if you want to come and we'll put your name down. And uh, we've already got several people that have signed up for it. So uh, they can do that by calling us at the museum at 662-538-0014. Or uh, they can email us. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. So you can message us through Facebook. That would be Union County Heritage Museum. Go to our website, uh, which is ucheritagemuseum.com. There's several ways to contact us to put your name on that list. And if we want to just come and maybe we're taking a trip up that way and going through New Albany, or maybe we just realized we'd never stopped in and checked out the Union County Heritage Museum, Ms. Jill, what are your hours of operation, or what's the best way of kind of adding that into our trip to New, to New Albany? 
Well, we're open Tuesday through Friday from 9 to 4 and Saturday 10 to 3. And um, other times by appointment, we have a lot of events here. Um, so uh, just tell them to give us a call or uh, email us or just stop by. You know, they may be coming to New Albany to ride the Tanglefoot Trail. That's here in town. So that's another good thing to do while in New Albany. Um, that's a 44-mile trail that goes from New Albany to Houston, Mississippi. It was the old Ripley Railroad. Such neat things just nestled all throughout Mississippi. Do you guys have um, permanent exhibits or anything specific folks can get excited about coming to see at the museum? Well, yes, we do have a timeline of our county, which is a permanent exhibit. And uh, in about six weeks, we're going to open up the Sporting Life exhibit. And uh, that's all about the sports history of Union County. And, um, you know, everybody's got a sports story. We've, we've learned that, that, uh, you know, you have your fabulous professional players, but then everybody else has got their um, time when it was the high point of their lives. So that's going to be a fun and exciting exhibit that will be opening, and it will be permanent. It will be opening probably around the end of August. We're still waiting on some of the exhibit to be installed. Um, We also have a permanent exhibit of, um, I call it the zoo that's dead. It's a bunch of uh, stuffed exotic animals from the Chico Foot Collection. Uh, but there was a man who lived here in the 70s and 80s, and he collected, he's a big game hunter. And so we have um, a whole room full of very um, unusual animals for people to see. Well, you know, when it's and, a county museum, Miss Jill, you get all kinds of interesting things because there's all kinds of interesting people. It's not just on one sort of topic or subject. So from animals to music to sports, to it feels like, I mean, heritage really includes a lot of different things. Well, that's true. And uh, we live by the saying, if, if we don't tell our stories, who will? This is very true. Very true. Well, you've made a good case for us to come visit New Albany and check out the museum. But also, if we're in town, remind us when the workshop's going to be. It's coming up next week, correct? It's coming up Thursday, July the 20th, and it's 530 to 7 p.m. And the museum is located on 114 Cleveland Street. And if you want to come stay in our uh, Faulkner Airbnb Inn, it's it's a writer's inn. Uh, it's on the corner of Jefferson and Cleveland, uh, adjacent to the museum. So, And bring your walking shoes for the trail. That's right. Bring your walking shoes and bring your bike. You just created a whole weekend getaway there in New Albany for us, Miss Jill. I appreciate yeah, we, your time. You. I will. We will. We can. We should. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Rebecca. All righty. You guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
walk the line and I do what is right like I should. I follow the narrow, straight as an arrow. I'm good, but good doesn't get me where I need to be. Oh, that's what she said. You didn't come to make bad people. You can watch good things where you're on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, and even YouTube. You can also catch good things on Ceasefire TV if you've got that. We're on channel 70 next to the Weather Channel. And don't forget to, you can catch good things in podcast form wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also happy to say that a week from today, we will air the 11th annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon coming up on Thursday, July 13th here on Super Talk Mississippi. Every year, there are children across Mississippi that need a loving home, and many times these children are caught in unimaginable circumstances, and that's why we need your help. So you'll learn how Palmer Home for Children services vulnerable children. It's a faith-based organization, which matters, because they don't take a dime of government money, which matters. And so that's why we ask for your help. So we want you to listen in. We want you to join us. That's going to be next Thursday for the 11th Annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon. It's all happening right here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's always a good day. And I love adding congratulations over on the Good Things Facebook group. I tell you all the time you should join us there. If you're on the Book of Faces, why not? You need a little positivity in your news feed. You may have noticed, too, over the last couple of days that I've shared there. One goes to Theodore out of Oka. Loma, Lona, I think Mississippi, Oklahoma, Mississippi, you are named the 2023 truck driver of the year, which I think is pretty cool. If you've ever been in that business of driving larger vehicles, particularly big trucks, you know that it's not always easy as they make it uh, look, but he has driven 2,000 miles without a Mississippi Department of Transportation report. Kudos to that. And then he also won the 2 million mile Gold Buffalo Award uh, that was awarded by, I think, MoCo Transportation and Morgan Van Line. Somebody that you're in that industry, you probably know that name, but still 2 million miles. I think that's pretty cool. He gets to represent the state of Mississippi at the national competition uh, later this year. So we are uh congratulating Theodore, but then also wishing him luck. I think I've mentioned this before. I've had the opportunity to see a truck. They call them truck rodeos. And if you've never witnessed like the maneuvering and then the sort of skills that they put these truck drivers up against uh, for competition and fun, like why not? We're human. Let's make a competition out of absolutely any and everything. And you, it's kind of like the harmonica. You're like, you know what? I could do that. And then it's like, no, no, you couldn't. That's a big machine to be able to back up or maneuver around little cones or all the other sort of things that they they have them uh, do for fun. And it takes a lot of effort and a lot of skill to do that. What do you think would come easier to you, Rhino? Driving or backing up a big rig or playing the harmonica where it sounds Decent. Well, I've actually tried both, and I was better at the harmonica than the big rig. Really? When did you try? Oh, yeah. When did you try the? Um... I mean, a harmonica. I got one at Cracker Barrel when I was little, and quickly learned. Oh, instead of just blowing into it like you would assume, you have to both blow in and suck in to get different sounds. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, right? And it, it requires control of your mouth to a pinpoint on the harmonica or to make a chord and yeah then you control the sound with your hands and all that 
versus doing a, a show in Virginia and being the lighting director and the head technical director was the person that was supposed to drive the rig but he wasn't flying in until later that day and the rig had to be moved so it was a team effort and uh we i think we got it into third gear on the highway to get it back to the hotel to just park it and be like all right we're here we're we're waiting on the were guy you pulling a trailer can, oh yeah full of equipment huh. I would give a harmonica my a good college try. I know I've played or not played is such a you know I have blown you into made a joyful I made noise. a noise like played it did I made a noise with it. I have tinkered with a harmonica before because who doesn't if you have one? And then in some places you can get the little plastic ones or you know I think one year when you ran the Mississippi Blues marathon or half marathon. In your packet, you got like a little harmonica that had um, the year and sort of all of that on there, which I, I thought was pretty cool. So I have that. Um, and, of course, you don't not try it. I, I'm i not sure it would even be a good idea for me to attempt a big rig. Like I just I can't see anything good happening from that. Well, the newer ones are all automatic, so you don't have to worry about the the right gear. You just have to worry about piloting the gigantic thing. Well, you've made fun of me before for my parking inabilities here in the... In our in the wonderful parking lot here, everyone who knows me well knows that that's just something I just wasn't born with the ability to park between the two white lines very easily. Maybe it would be easier if you just were able to wipe out whatever was in your way with the big 18 wheeler. I definitely would feel safer with me in it than me not in it. But, I, you know, I would probably I'd give driving it in a straight line a chance, but I would have severe anxiety even if it was in an empty parking lot, you trying to put it in reverse and tell me to actually make it without running into who knows what. It's just some folks just aren't cut out for that. And that's just me. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. But it would feel, it'd feel odd to be in something so large. To, to cross over both of the topics between harmonicas and automotive, if you're looking for an excellent prank on your friends or family, and you do have a spare harmonica. <laughs> Zip tie it to the uh, frame underneath the car so that whenever they get up to speed, it just... And they're oh, trying that? to figure out, where's that sound coming from? Is that kind of like what deer whistles do? Kind of, except deer whistles are one note that you usually... It's above human hearing, whereas the harmonic work? is playing all the notes. No, they don't. No, they, they, don't. They, don't, they don't scare the deer because the deer can't hear it until you're up there on them. So it doesn't really do any good to keep the deer away from <laughs> so it. So now you've just alerted them they're about to die. Right. Or whatever. Like we're fixing to have an like it's, it's like if you throw a dodgeball and you fix and hit somebody in the head and you wait until right before it hits them to say heads up, you, you kind of defeat the purpose. You just have them turn and now they hit directly in, it directly in the face. Well, um, we wouldn't want that necessarily but hey if you got a free harmonica may may make for a good i won't say prank because that would be rude but joke fun times could it work would it work on a bike like if you taped it to your you'd probably have to get up to pretty good speed on the bike for oh. the air to blow into it properly but yeah i mean it's worth a try it'd be worth a try something fun to do for sure and the other congratulations i have on the good things facebook group is for bay st louis native jimmy chilmigris you guys with y'all's last names are hard for me today, but he has made history. He's 15 years old, and he's become the world's youngest 
CPA. And for those of you who have passed that exam and are an actual CPA, you're thinking, wow, that's an incredible feat. If you've paid a CPA who's <laughs> get you between the ditches with your taxes, you recognize that, wow, that is a huge feat. So he's not only has the Bay St. Louis team been accepted to Lilla University, New Orleans College of Law, but he also mastered the four-section, four-day, uniform, certified public accounting examination, historically becoming the youngest person ever to pass that, that test. So congratulations to him, I guess, is he's good with numbers. Numbers. That's just a shot in the dark. Just go and go ahead and and say that. So yeah, there you go. He is the future is looking bright for that child. I think he's going on to to law school. And my question is, what were you doing at fifteen? Certainly not doing any accounting. I mean, by the even when I got into college, I hated accounting. So I was thinking, so accounting is all about checks, balances. I mean, all things, right? I mean, I know tax laws. There's it goes above and beyond that. I get that. And they use terminology in the wrong way. Which they say is the right way, but debits and credits. And, no, debit, take credit. No, nope, not doing it. So, did you ever have a parent or someone sit you down and like because that was twenty? I'm trying to think when we were fifteen, twenty five years ago, when debit cards and things really weren't as popular. I remember having an actual checking like a checkbook and you had to keep up oh, yeah. with your like actual transactions and sort of you know keep like who taught who did anyone teach you how and you would actually get your bank statement in the mail it wasn't digital and you would sit down and you had the folder and you would go through and check them off and make sure you know did, did were you taught that or you always fly by the seat of your pants and just hope that it didn't bounce <laughs> i just remember a very sweet how do i put this Mom wasn't being mean. She was being very sweet about it. But she did point out how stupid it was for me to expect the, at the time, cutting-edge digital technology of, ooh, there's a number on the back of the card. I can call and get my balance. Even nowadays, that's not going to be up to date, let alone 20 years ago. There was no way it was going to be accurate. So whenever I would overdraft and get in a bind, it was like, how did this happen? How does this keep happening? And mom would just go, you, you do realize that's never going to be accurate. Right. You have to keep up with it. And I remember like at the beginning of the debit card era, there were so many that were so scared to let go of that. They would still put down like they had like every debit transaction was like a check and keep up with it that way. If you still do that, you are more patient than I am. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget you. 
you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Don't forget, you can watch good things, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. We've got a great event coming up for you. If you love a little gospel music, who doesn't like that uh, to get around and enjoy? And joining us to tell us a little bit more is Daniel Coleman. Hey, Daniel. How you doing, Mr. Becca? I am not complaining today. I'm on the inside in the AC, so I have I have nothing but blessings to, to Most today. Definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> All right, so tell us about this great concert. It seems like it's going to be a wonderful lineup and a great uh, night of worship. Yes, yes, yes. So the Mississippi Southern First Jurisdiction of the Church of God in Christ will be hosting our 114th Holy Convocation Musical. Uh, so the date for this event will be this upcoming Monday, July 10th, at 7 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Complex. And we're extremely, extremely excited. Um, the feature artists for the night are the Mississippi Southern First Choir, Miss Rachel Mack, Mr. Matthew Donaldson, Michael Lampkin, and the incomparable uh, Mr. Kalante Gavin. Um, so for that evening, the ticket prices are $30 for general admission, $50 for preferred seating, and you can get tickets at a few locations. Um, the first location that we have is our website, weareonecogic.com. That's weareonecogic.com. And you can also pick them up at the Harrison Law Firm, uh, 100 West Amit Street in Jackson, anytime Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you got a few more hours if you want to stop by the Harrison Law Office uh, to pick up a ticket there. And you can also pick them up Monday through Friday at the Jackson Convention Complex anytime between noon and 2 p.m. So we are extremely, extremely excited. We want everyone to come out as this is going to be a magnificent night of worship to hear some local artists as well as some uh, international gospel artists. So we're, we're extremely excited. So 114 years, I guess this will be the 114th year that this has taken place or this holy, convo- how do you say it, holy... Holy, holy convocation. Convocation. What does that big yeah. word mean? Is that like a concert? Is that a fancy word for concert? Or is there going to be more to the event? So convocation is basically our yearly um, event to where we have a conference. Basically, we have a day service and a night service to where we come and worship, sing songs, hear the preached word. Really just an event that we have um, to come and enjoy fellowship in Christ. Um, so we're inviting everybody to that event. Actually, that'll be going on all week. Um, starting next week, day service will start at 10 a.m., night service will start at 7 p.m. So if you want to come to that, as, as well as the concert, we're inviting you to that as well. I learned a new word today, you know, <laughs> but that's okay. That's a good thing. I do know what worship means, and I know what, like, the gospel concert, if they've never heard choirs or the individuals coming together, how is this a little bit different than your traditional Sunday morning worship that you may have for 30 minutes, you know, before before the service? How is this, like, more, like, adding entertainment into the experience? Yeah, I would say, I would say so. Um, so this gives us an opportunity to worship with just, Music. I know a lot of times uh, we go to church on Sunday morning, we may hear our choir, we may hear our praise team, and that's a bit more uh, structure, maybe based on hymns and whatnot. So we're looking for our artists and our choirs. They get to showcase their talent. They get to showcase their gifts. And we are extremely, extremely excited uh, just to be able to fellowship and have a good time worshiping the Lord in song. So this is a, a, a laid-back event. You don't have to uh, wear anything in particular in terms of attire. We're going to have a good time. That's that's the goal. 
That is the goal. It starts at 7 p.m. coming up Monday, July the 10th. Tickets are available where? Remind us one more time, Daniel. Okay. few locations. The first location is at our website. That's weareonecogic.com. Weareonecogic.com. Also, you can find them at the Harrison Law Office at 100 West Mitt Street here in Jackson. Um, you can pick those up Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, again, you got a few minutes, a few, about an hour and 20 to get them if you want to go to Harrison Law Office. And then also you can pick them up at the Jackson Convention Complex, 105 East Pascagoula Street, Jackson, anytime between noon and 2 p.m. All righty, Daniel. I appreciate your time. Hoping for you guys a large turnout and a night full of blessings. Most definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Rebecca. All righty. There you go. Convocations. New word we learned today. And there's always good things going on in our capital city and beyond, especially when it comes to music. The Metro isn't the only place that's going to be hosting something good. You got legendary rock group. Nothing like going from gospel to Guns N' Roses <laughs> all in the same day. That's what good things is all about. It's coming to the coast. You got Axel Splash and the crew, Slash, excuse me, uh, will be at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi on September the 20th. And Super Talk Mississippi is giving you a chance to be there. So not only could you win tickets to Guns N' Roses, but you'll also get the VIP treatment with a night stay at the luxurious Beau Rivage and a limo ride to the concert. How much fun will that be? So you'll, if you you will get a chance to win if you enter your name in at one of our registration box locations throughout the state. So go to supertalk.fm slash GNR for Guns N' Roses to find a registration uh, box near you. But going back to that gospel concert though, Rhino, I know both of us grew up in the church and you grew up in music You've really never heard anything like a good gospel choir that all comes together and actually sounds, I don't mean sounds good, but like sounds good. I think choirs are so underrated in the world of like music. We, we, we kind of pigeonhole them into just for church, but wow, like we forget what a true instrument an entire choir is when they're all harmoniously together all the big well, especially today. when when you have somebody really good conducting it and they've managed to get all these voices to blend and it becomes really one giant voice that's making a joyful noise making that sound and a lot of people they associate choir with all right you're at church you got the piano you got the organ and then you got the four part choir singing to the best of their abilities versus something like i had the the opportunity when i went to new york for a senior trip to go see the brooklyn tabernacle choir and that's one of those top tier knock your socks off you really don't know what to expect until you're there and then you walk away amazed and you're right. There, There's a huge difference in what you're used to on your everyday Sunday service with your buddies from Sunday school up there in the choir doing their best versus people whose passion it is to better their abilities and to do so for something 
so noble. And we have um, a lot of great choirs throughout Mississippi, not necessarily connected to the faith-based community. Many of those singers, though, do come from their perspective uh, places of worship. You have so many great artists, too, that all got their start from the church choir. And then some of you were just drug into it because it was a small church and they just needed lot bodies up there to make a joyful noise. Oh, you got a low, you got a low voice. Your bass. You're up there. Come on. <laughs> and it's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do. With there's all the sounds up there that make it sound, um, make it sound good. Or you know, you always got that one that wants a solo, and it's like, woo, she go screech the ears of Jesus. But um, but no, I think though, if you've never, if it's even if it's out of your comfort zone, it's kind of like going to see. Um, the orchestra, if you say, oh, that's not my thing. It's like, I appreciate that. I can get that maybe that's not your thing. But I think it should be your thing to at least see in person like once. Like you should give it an opportunity because it's a completely different experience than just seeing it on TV or what you assume it's going to be. It's way more entertaining than what meets the eye. My recommendation for an orchestra, if, if you've never been to an orchestral performance, find one where they're playing music you know. And they're doing that now. Like they're, oh, yeah. more, they're mixing more legendary. If you just kind of go music to a with, random symphony where you're you're hearing, oh, this is a piece by Beethoven. It's like, oh, okay. Unless it's Beethoven's fifth, you probably don't know it, or maybe the ninth. A lot of people know the ninth too. But if if you go and see a Star Wars orchestra where they're playing the score written by John Williams for a movie you've seen a hundred times, there's something about hearing it live and seeing it performed live that'll give you a different appreciation for wow they got a room full of really talented musicians to play this and it's just the background music for this movie but when you're watching it as a performance it's the focal point Mm-hmm. And then you add in then those choirs that can also move and make it all entertainment it's not just standing, standing there being all angelic a few have made it through AGT over the years, I always want to say AGTV, but that's AGTV. AGT, just stop it, Rebecca. Well, if they just keep it going long enough, they'll just have a whole I'll channel. Just, they'll just have they'll a whole just channel. Do run, reruns. Um, and they're always super um, entertaining to watch when they definitely have the different the different um, personalities. But like we say all the time, if you're bored here in Mississippi, it's your own fault because there's so many things to get out and do. But we got more for you coming up next. is kind love is all we really got never fails never leaves faith open love and the greatest of these is love people love people we all need love people underneath the surface everybody's the same everything that could divide us can we all set that aside and just love Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. 
Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And if one food deserved a national day, it is fried chicken. And today is its day, which, again, I feel like, is it really a summer food? And I know you would say it is a 365 day, all four seasons, which we don't get here, type of <laughs> type of food. But you do wonder, like, how did July 6th become the day for feasting on fried chicken? I don't know. But here we are, and today is its day. If you needed an excuse to enjoy fried chicken for dinner, do you need an excuse for that? Not really. When you're thinking of, so when I think of fried chicken, it's two different Compartments. You have chicken strips or chicken tenders. And then when I think of like fried chicken, I think of on the bone. Right. And then you immediately go and start breaking that down to like, what are your, what are you ordering when you get your plate? And they're like, you want, you want what? White meat, dark meat? Or do you want a leg or a wing? Like, how are you ordering, how are you ordering your fried chicken? If you dark get, meat, mashed potatoes and gravy and mac and cheese. He's like, that's it. So you, I mean, if I have more options for sides, then it goes down the list of like, all right, well, if I get mashed potatoes and gravy and mac and cheese and coleslaw, I'll get the coleslaw. If I can add another one, then it's like, well, I, how, how am I going to eat all this? But give me some black-eyed peas or fried okra or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, don't know what, I don't know how this is going to happen. Put it on my plate. We're going to figure it out. I feel like when, like growing up, when you would get the bucket of chicken, usually on Sunday, it's very stereotypical, but it's what you would do, or at least a lot of moms would make it out to be like, hey, we're going to get leave church, get your bucket of chicken, get your dirty rice, your mashed potatoes, whatever it was going to be. And that was, you know, you look forward to it, and the rolls were the best part of the biscuits. But there was like a hierarchy of who got what out of the bucket oh, yeah. of chicken and i feel like like kids really didn't get the option to try the breast or, or really the wings it's like you got you weren't even asked you were just given the legs as a youngster and so you enjoyed them because that was that was what was just put on your except was, in my house foot. really who wanted the legs dad wanted the legs really because dad was the baby of ah. the family and grew up eating the legs so whenever we get fried chicken, or whenever mom would fry chicken, he wanted the legs. So you didn't get them. I didn't get the legs. That's why I ordered dark meat as an adult. I want the legs and thigh. Because you didn't get them as a you didn't get them as a kid. I just that was just what you like. Mom made your plate, and you got the legs. The grown ups got the white meat, and then somebody would fight. Usually the older ones, so your granny or your papa or whatever, would fight over the wings because the crispiness is is where it's at. And you there's some at some point you change your perspective. You're like, but it doesn't have any meat on it, and then you're like, but it's not for the meat. It's for the good sort of crunch and everything that comes. Uh, that sort of comes with it. But, um, but yeah, so it is National Fried Chicken Day. Have you ever, like, fried your own, like, bone-in chicken? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not me. I don't know which would be scarier, driving the 18-wheeler? Seems or like the last couple of times I've, I've gone home to, to visit family, I've been sent back with, like, a bag of frozen chicken quarters. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all about frying some chicken at home. Well, it takes, it's a skill. Oh, yeah. And you have to, you, you cannot be afraid to get your hands dirty. You have to wet, dry, wet, or dry, wet, dry, depending on which one you're doing. But you gotta, you're gonna wind up with some stuff on your hands that you gotta wash off. And I, for some reason, some people in the kitchen, they, they want clean hands. And it's like, that's not how you make the tastiest food. 
Well, especially not when you have to go so fast uh, between it. Um, but if you're going to buy it out, buy it in a bucket, where are you choosing it? Churches. Because it, is it because the honey butter biscuit? If it's available, yeah. If not, Popeye's. And then if all else fails, I guess the kernel will work. <laughs> Do they taste that much different? Do they really taste that much different? Well, the, the kernel's extra crispy is not nearly as extra crispy as it once was, and I don't know why. That was the go-to for the longest. And then it's like, this. I ordered extra crispy, and this is just regular. Who has the, the dirty rice? Is that Popeye's? I think they all have a variation of it, but yeah, I think Popeye's is the one with dirty rice. Jeff and Pontotoc says, my favorite pieces as a child was the back. You never see them anymore. No, not unless you're going to do it your, your own self. My mom can and will make fried chicken like from scratch at home. It's not her favorite thing to do because as a little girl, she is old enough to have a grandmother old enough that you went. She's done the process from start to finish or she's had to help in the process from start to finish in terms of you pick your chicken. Chicken makes Jesus ring neck and then the defect like the whole the whole thing looking. Could you imagine the if, ice cold water. if we had to do that? You'd have much smaller portions. You'd have a lot of smaller portions, and yeah, I'd be out of a job as a dietitian. <laughs> Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. you got the boys with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you. Good things for you. Good things for you. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.